guys. Welcome to the Boom Tequila Podcast with your hosts. I'm Jody, And I'm Erin. And today we have some, I think, exciting discussion in store. We are talking about some topics and things that men, most men, just don't understand. So what we have done in this episode is we put together some really common questions that either we get from men or we've seen from men on whether it be TikTok or wherever else, things that like we repeatedly hear guys asking or things that like kind of just notoriously guys don't tend to know. So anyways, so this episode's going to be really long. Is that what you're saying? I don't know. (laughs) But yeah, we are going to get started and basically we're just going to kind of go through these questions. So the first question and Jody, I'll get your feedback on that. And this is one that, that I've seen a lot actually and heard a lot is that if women want equal rights, why do they still expect the guy to pay for the first date? Well, typically, and this isn't all situations, like everything's different, but most of the time the man has asked you on the date. So if you're inviting me, then you're paying, right? Although like a lot of people, it seems like that's more of like an old school tradition. And I'm seeing more and more people like, splitting things or like you pay for the meal. Let's go get drinks. I'll pay for drinks or you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's necessarily a right or wrong way to do it, but I think it's up to personal preference. And I do think a lot of women would still prefer for the guy to pay on the first date in kind of a, you know, whatever in a heterosexual (laughs) scenario. (laughs) But, um, I actually made a TikTok about a question really similar to this not too long ago. Basically for me, I would want the guy to pay for the first date if he's asked me out. But if we're just meeting up, like I've had scenarios, like if you're just meeting up with someone for the first time, like say you met on Tinder or something, and you're like, we just want to grab coffee really quick and like kind of meet up and see if you're not a creep, whatever. And like, we each pay for our own coffee or something like that. I don't care at all. Like that's not, I don't know. That's not weird to me, but if I had asked the guy out, then I feel like I would offer to pay, but I'm not going to yeah. do that right. because honestly, I wouldn't want to date the type of guy that can't pay for the date or that would expect me to pay for the date. I know that okay. is like, whatever that's my preference was. Okay. <laughs> and, but I have a reason for that. And I think that that's because I find that if I do start paying for stuff right out the gate, it does one of two things. It either is intimidating to the man where they're like, oh, maybe she makes more money than I do. Or maybe like she can afford to pay for things. Maybe she doesn't need, I don't know. Like they get insecure about it and it's weird and it's very much a turnoff or they're like, oh, cool. She can pay for stuff. And then they like expect me to pay for things. And Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't want to be somebody's mother. No. Like after, if we're dating and like, then, you know, and and we're both making an income and like, whatever, fine. But like initially, like. I do expect the guy to on the first. Yeah. Date. Same. And it's just, and if you're a, a, a woman that is initiating and asking that, like, that's great, great for you, but I'm, I'm never going to be, obviously I'm married anyway, but I will never be the person that asks someone on a date. So, and if I'm being asked, then I would, ex- you know, you're inviting me. So you pay, right? Like, I don't know. Yeah. What would you do if like the guy asked you on a date and then it came to the bill and he kind of looked at you and was like, want to go have these? 
Like, would you, I would, I would do it. I'd pay my half and just not go on a date with him again. Yeah. He'd be done. Yeah. yeah. I would be polite and I'd, I would just, I'd pay my way, but I wouldn't pay for his. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. So the next question, and this is another one that I think is, is pretty common. Do women like it when a man is protective anymore? I think so. I think definitely. I think it, um, there's a fine line. I think that they can, it can go to like a controlling thing. You know what I mean? But protective is attractive, I think, but that's, that's me. I agree. But I think that a lot of guys think that they're protective and they're like you said, controlling Mm -hmm. and that we do not like. So like, I don't want somebody to like quote unquote, protect me if it is going to cost me my autonomy. Mm -hmm. Those two things are separate, like protecting and controlling. Like if a guy genuinely like cares for you and like wants to keep you safe like that, I still think, yeah, that's very much a turn on. But like, if he's like, you can't go out with your girlfriends because I'm protective. No, 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 no. We We see that that. so much. And it's so (laughs) annoying. Like they just, I don't, I don't think you should go out because I, it's not that I don't trust you. I don't trust these guys. And it's just, you don't, you don't know what their intentions are, but it's like, but then those are the same ones that are like, not all men. Yeah. (laughs) Like, okay. Y'all know it's most men, even oh, the, sure. even they know. They know. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, um, and then, and there's probably honestly, we're these are just our opinions. I'm sure there are girls that are like, absolutely not. Like, I, you know, I don't need protection from anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm sure there are girls that are like that, but whatever. Yeah. And go you. That's that's great. But you know. <laughs> All right. So it seems like most girls don't appreciate chivalry anymore. Is chivalry dead? Hmm. what do you mean like opening the door for you and like <laughs> that's what I was just gonna say like what are we like, calling chivalry yeah like because I feel like there's call? this attitude among a lot of men that like if I hold the door open for you and yeah um I don't know what else would be like if I hold the door open for you and pay or something I don't freaking know what was technically considered chivalry but then they're like if I do these things then like I own you and like yeah. like I'm willing to be chivalrous and like kind of go out of my way to like do the you know treat I know you that's nicely like I, and do these things like if it means at the end of the day that like I own you and you're gonna do everything <laughs> like I almost see chivalry as a red flag and I feel like that's terrible that that's like the way the thing like things are now but you most men not all men don't do something for you unless they think they're getting something out of it. Yes. So it's the motive behind it. Like, and you can tell like girl, women can tell if a guy is holding a door open for you and they're doing these like gestures because they genuinely like care and they respect you as a person, then I'm so here for that. Yeah. That's, and that's, shows how common that is because I, that's the first thing I go to is like, what are you doing this for? What do you want if you're being this nice and helpful and chivalrous? I know. Well, that was one of the things that I've seen a lot of lately is there was, Oh, some TikTok that went viral where this girl was like, Oh, after he buys you a drink and then he just like keeps hanging around. Mm -hmm. And so then there was like this huge debate about why would you let a guy buy you a drink if you didn't want him hanging around? Like that's, that was another one that a lot of guys were asking. What are your thoughts on that? Honestly, I have a perfect example of this. Um, so this was a long time ago. One of the first times we were in Nashville and we went out and we, there was like this group of people that we were talking to 
And this guy, you were there, this guy offered to buy me a drink. And I was like, yeah, you can buy me a drink. That's I think cool I know. Whatever. And then he said later on, he was like, I'll buy you another drink if you'll give me a kiss. And I was like, I'm not going to give you a kiss, but you can buy me another drink if you want. I thought you were going to tell us. I thought you were going to tell the Adam story. That's your story. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, but I was just like, I'm, I'm just, I'm not going to, I'm married. Like, but you can hang out with us and buy me another drink if you want. And he did and kind of skedaddle a little bit after that. Well, at least, but you were honest about it. So I Mm -hmm. feel like on my end, I tend to, because I, I understand those like rules of reciprocity and that like when you give something that there's this like almost unspoken rule that you owe them. I tend to be very cautious about accepting drinks from people, especially if they're not someone that I really want to hang out with because I would rather pay the $5 or whatever it is for the drink than deal with the uncomfortable whatever, like wondering what they're expecting out of me. And guys, like, it's always something like that. Like they expect that you're gonna like make out with them or like something like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's, it's reasonable for a guy to expect that if you guys are like talking and flirting or whatever, if he buys you a drink that you're going to talk to him, at least finish the drink and talk to him. Yeah. I think beyond that, guys have too high of an expectation for what oh, for buying sure. a drink should get them. Mm-hmm. And that's a, why I often will just not accept the drink from the guy. Or if it's a guy friend, I will like trade off. I'll be like, okay, I'll get the next round or something. You know yeah. what I mean? So that it's not kind of like laying that whatever. Yeah. No, the, the Adam story, I'll tell that one really quick since I mentioned it, but that one we let him, or I let him buy a drink. I don't know. He, I think he like was, asked if he could buy us shots or drinks. And I was like, yeah, you have to buy one for like both of us or whatever. And he followed us around the entire night. We finally got away from him. And like we, this was in Nashville. Like we ran to some other bar. He had like left his friends and was just like hanging out with us. And we were like, go, go back to your, your bachelor, bachelor party or whatever. Like, right. (laughs) And so anyways, we finally had lost him and we were at some other bar, like in a different area. And he sees us across the street. Right. And he's like, you, what did he say? He darts over to you and grabs your hand and was like, hold, wouldn't let go. Wait. It was, it was really like, almost like scary. Cause he like then grabbed my hand and he's like, you're not leaving. (laughs) 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 We finally lost him. I don't even remember how Thank the Lord, but we ran away. Yeah. Like that's the consequences of letting a guy buy you a drink sometimes. Yeah, It's not worth it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) So the next question, that's a fun one. Uh, why is cat calling not flattering? Cat calling is not flattering because it, the first thing it does, like, I don't know any woman, well, maybe a couple, but I feel like most women, the only thing it does is make them uncomfortable and makes them feel unsafe. And like, you don't know that woman, you don't know her. You just, it's just gross to me. And you sent me something earlier that really made me think, and I didn't really notice this. And it's, it's true. Like you, it seems like you get catcalled a lot more often when you're younger. Like I remember being a teenager and getting catcalled a lot, a lot more than I do now. And like, that's disgusting. Yeah, I know. I was, I was saw something that was like the most common age for being catcalled is between like 13 and 18. And I do think that's true. I mean, I remember in high school, it was like, you couldn't leave the house when I was a teenager without being 
catcall in some capacity. And now it's less common. Yeah, it definitely seems like it's younger. But Mm -hmm. the reason that it's not flattering is because it's typically not someone who's like talking to you. Typically the stuff they say is kind of gross. And a lot of times it can just feel a little bit scary because Mm -hmm. they're strangers that you don't know. And like, if there's a big group of men and I'm walking alone, for instance, and this was one that wasn't like too long ago, I was walking alone, like in a parking lot to my car. And this like whole group of guys was like hollering and like, break me off a piece of that and like stuff. And it's just at that point, like, you don't know if they're going to try to approach you. Exactly. It's so uncomfortable. But like, You don't want to look like you're distracted. And it's just like this, like, there's a lot of like thoughts. I feel like that go through And you're even afraid to like, say like, fuck off because there's a bunch of them and they're big men. It's like, if you piss them off, are they going to attack me? We don't know. Yeah, no, that's so much worse because if you're like, fuck you, they're like, you stupid bitch. Then they might like, actually. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, we don't know. That's usually not. Don't do that shit. That's disgust especially to teenagers like that's super gross guys well the other thing and this is tied to catcalling but it's not something that happened recently so like like just making weird comments in general especially to women that you don't know like I was at the gym the other day and I usually wait I usually don't like stretch in the gym unless there's no dudes there or I just go home and do that but there wasn't the gym was pretty empty this time and while I was stretching there was some like old guy that came in And I kind of looked up and like made like a glimpse of eye contact with him for like a half a second. And I'm like, oh, and I caught him staring. So I think in an effort to maybe like make it less weird because he realized he was caught staring. He was like, he said something along the lines of like, I love watching you stretch. You're so agile. And I was just like, what a weird thing to say. First of all, like it did not make it better. It a thousand percent made it more fucking weird. Also, that was the second time an old dude has called me fucking agile this week. And I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) That's why I love my gym has a women's only section. And that's the only, and I, it's literally not even in the town I live in. I literally drive to a different town just because of this, because men are disgusting. Like, yeah. And I don't even go into the regular area. I go straight to the women's area and stay there the whole time. Yeah. Like I wasn't even afraid he was going to like do anything. It was just so uncomfortable. Like, so weird. yeah, that's, ugh. <laughs> I don't even, whatever. Anyways. Yeah. Um, okay. So one thing that I think most women know that men don't know though, a lot of men don't realize they don't know. And that is, where is the clip? <laughs> mine is between my big toe and my second toe kind of underneath my foot a little bit yeah and so like that's like everyone's is in a different spot and I think the key is just really getting to know the woman that you're with and like watching and like listening for her cues and like all of that. For instance, we have one friend where it's like a little bit, like a couple inches below her belly button. Um, you know, some people it's like right here. Uh, you just have to pay attention. And then if that doesn't work, there is always Google, (laughs) Google, (laughs) Google. There's literally YouTube videos. There's tutorials. There's like the internet, the internet guys, there is the internet. It's 2022 y'all figure it out together. Figure yeah. It out. Get it together. This is okay. So now we're going to, we're going to move on and we're going to let you guys Google that or else take our yeah. advice, um, your pick, but <laughs> <laughs> the next one, and maybe this is tied slightly to the previous, I don't know, but 
I've heard so many men say like grown ass adult men that truly believe like, well, it's just not normal for women to orgasm. Like they just don't do that. Like guys do. And I always think like, like, tell me you're bad at sex without telling me. That's embarrassing for them to even say that. Like they don't. I know. <laughs> like not only can women <laughs> orgasm, but I feel like they can have multiple orgasms more than men can. Right. Like mm-hmm. the but- problem is uh, on average, women take longer to orgasm. And that can vary from woman to woman or even from time to time. Like, for instance, there might be some times where you can orgasm more quickly and other times Mm -hmm. where it takes a lot longer. And men are probably like pretty consistently somewhere between like, what, one and 10 minutes. Yeah. 10 minutes being pretty. I would say if you think this is true and women don't orgasm, um, go back to our previous discussion that we just had about the clit mm-hmm. and Google that. And then you'll learn a lot of things. So there's also videos and podcasts yeah. specifically mm-hmm. about this and about like, I think the first step for men is to actually care if she does. Yeah. Because honestly, most of them don't at all. Like they're just like, I just want to, they don't care. I just want to what it like, is. That's the- I think a huge problem is they watch porn and they think that's real. Mm-hmm. They think, Oh, you just, you, you know, a little bit of this and that 30 seconds later, she's, you know, squirting all over the place. And that is, uh, no, 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 no. Which Porn leads us to our next towards men. That's yeah. such a great transition because our next question is why is it bad to learn all my sex skills from porn? <laughs> I swear I didn't read ahead. <laughs> I know you're fine. <laughs> and that's, um, <laughs> yeah, that's why, because it's not, it's geared towards your pleasure and what you think, you know, that's hot but, um, it's not real. It's not real. Yeah. So the majority of, of porn is centered around the male gaze Mm -hmm. and male pleasure specifically and not female pleasure. And so what men are wanting is they're, you know, certain visuals and, and basically feeling like a sex God. There was one episode we did where we were asking men for feedback. And I remember it was interesting because one of the comments from women was like, they just pretty much wanted to orgasm. The men were like, I want to know that I made her orgasm, which if you notice is slightly different in that, like the guys want to, like, they, they want to feel like they're good at, good at it. I don't know, whatever. I'm I'm not explaining that well at all. I had a, the thought was better in my head. (laughs) I should have left it there, but (laughs) yeah, basically women are not genuinely orgasming in porn. We'll start there. And a lot of the like squirting, for instance, that happens in porn, I promise you 90% of those, they have like shot water up there and they're just Mm -hmm. like holding it in and like pushing it out. (laughs) Like that's what that is. That's not real. But yeah, I think that that's the big thing is that porn is not designed to teach you how to have sex. It's just to get men off primarily is the intent of it. So, Mm -hmm. um, do research and communicate. Uh, okay. Why? Oh, okay. So that's our next one. Um, and this is one that I think is really currently relevant. These are always recorded a few weeks ahead. So I don't know where things will be probably not much further in the next few weeks, but one that I've heard a lot of guys asking lately is why do women keep telling me that I shouldn't voice my opinions about like abortion specifically, but especially if they're pro-life, why their opinions aren't, aren't welcome and things. Because they'll never, ever be able to imagine what it's like, what it feels like, even if you're a great husband and you're there with your wife and you, and she's pregnant and whatever, 
she's going through, you cannot imagine what that's like. You can't imagine what even you saying that to someone is like and how that makes them feel. You'll never be able to experience an abortion, a miscarriage, a pregnancy in general, anything. And so I'm sorry. A lot of people will think I'm wrong, but I, that does not, that gives you, that takes away your right. You, you don't have a right to say either way. I have personally made this comment to uh, men before not, I mean, I, I think that and this depends on the situation. I think there are times where you're speaking with women and like, you're allowed to have opinions, but Mm -hmm. there is a time and a place. And I think you need to be cautious with sharing those opinions because it can come off like mansplaining. And one thing that I think of primarily is first of all, if you don't have a medical degree and you don't have a uterus, you're not going to sway me on much when it comes to things that require healthcare and a uterus. So, um, that, but I think the big thing for me is I think there's more value in listening for you as the non-uterus haver, (laughs) because I think of when it comes to racial issues or things like that, I know I have learned so much just from being able to listen and are do as a white person, do I have opinions about some of this stuff? Yeah. I think everybody has opinions about everything, But for me, as a white woman, there is a lot more value in listening to and amplifying black voices than to me trying to preach whatever my thoughts are, I guess. I do see a lot of men and women on this issue. The ones that seem to be pro-life, not choice, are really uneducated in it. And it seems like they're the people that like see one post on Facebook and believe it instead of doing any research at all, or they're just going by politics. Well, I'm strictly Republican or I'm strictly. And it's like, this is not that this is literally your life or death, your body. Like, yeah, because I know women who have had, who, who are religious, who have had to have abortions because if they didn't their life and the baby's life would not survive. Yes. Um, uh, truly, I believe that when abortion is legal and safe, and you can have them done safely and, and as a medical procedure, the most lives are saved. Mm-hmm. And so to me, the rhetoric and the language that we use when we talk about pro-life is, is wrong because I think really it's pro-birth. Yeah. They're, they're really not concerned with the life or they would be concerned with the life of the mother as well. And the, the fetus or the baby, however, however you see it, one type of person should not have more rights than another. And something that I saw recently was explaining this. And it was like, as an adult human, I don't have the right to Jody's body without her consent in any capacity, whether that means that, that I want to use it or say, I need a kidney And I want to take it from her. Like, I don't have the right to her body without her consent. And so when you give a fetus or an unborn baby that right, you're saying this person's right, you know, we'll use the person language trumps this person. And then it has more. And that's where it becomes really the fetus should not have more rights Mm -hmm. than any other human. So anyways, yeah, I have a lot of issues with this. I have a lot of issues with there's more punishment for a person that is raped and aborts than a rapist. And also there is not, and I've said this a million times, but there's not going to be less abortions because of this. There's going to be 
more people dying because of infections, because of back alley abortions. Also, I know that this is because it's a lot of third world countries and they don't have access to birth control, but in countries where the whole country abortion is illegal, there are four times more abortions happening than in countries where it's, where it is legal. And I know that's because there, you know, there's a lot of things that go into it, but facts are facts. But we already have data on this. Like that's why it blows my mind that we even call people who, who want to insist on births, regardless of the circumstances to be pro-life, because we already have data that shows more lives are lost babies and mothers when abortion is illegal. And it just, I also, I mean, we could, we could probably do a whole episode on this, but yeah, like there's, there's a lot more to Roe versus Wade than just this topic. And a lot of people don't realize that too. Roe versus Wade was a foundational, it was very foundational to a lot of other things. And I don't think people realize that from contraception to other things. And Mm -hmm. that, that part's very scary, you know, anyways. Okay. We have one last question in our topic section. And that is if there's wifey material, what do you think is considered to be hubby material? Hobby material? Oh, I would. The first thing I think is like has a good job. And um, wow, what's wifey material? You know what? I think that's a good question. And that's such a good place <laughs> to start because I feel like who the type of guys that I mean, honestly, wifey material could vary from person to person. I would think based on what you're looking for specifically and the type of person that you would want to commit your life to. But I think that what I think of when I hear wifey material, and maybe this is just like, because of how I grew up or whatever, I think of guys who are like, I want someone who cooks and cleans and is, you know, yeah, close to a virgin, <laughs> like whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. The first thing I think of is like, has a good steady job. That's not like, I'm sorry, not like fast food or, or something stupid, like a good job to support himself in a family. I always go to like not controlling. That's like the first thing I think because men are shitty. I don't know. I don't want another husband. So <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, no, that's good. Um, it's funny because the ones I thought of, and I think now, and uh, I'm like, maybe these don't make the most sense, but I guess what I would consider to be is I would look at these three factors probably. And there's a lot more to it because, you know, there's, there's the other stuff like jobs and things like that, that are important yeah. hobbies. But, um, I think that ties in with the second one. So like connection, compatibility, and maybe I shouldn't throw this one in there, but I did <laughs> good sex because like, you don't want to marry the dude that just like, no, <laughs> <laughs> all right. That was inappropriate. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, I agree with that. Those are good. (laughs) Now that wraps up our topic questions. So we are going to transition into Joe Jam. Jody, what music recommendations do you have for us this week? So I am back to country this week and um, Cole Swindell released a new album a few weeks ago and there's a song on it. I think that actually it is, the album is called stereotype but the uh, the song i've been listening to is stereotype by him and it's really good so check it out awesome how are you <laughs> i have megan trainer came out with a new song and it is called bad for me featuring teddy swims and i don't know if you follow her on tiktok but she's really funny she's married to 
uh, Junie, like the Spy Kids dude, and they have like a baby now. Oh, that's cute. Spy Kid baby. (laughs) It's really cute. That is cute. I like that. But yeah, that is the new music that's out for you guys to check out. And now it's time for our favorite part. Sometimes (laughs) it's time to dish fish. You better dish fish. Yeah. That was so cute. I spaced out for a second and just was. I thought you froze. I'm like, I was no, I was just mesmerized by your cute shoulders, um, shakens, shaking them shoulders that you'll have to only can see if you're on the YouTube verge. Okay, so for dish fish for dish fish today, we're gonna play a little game. This has been a bit of a trending thing lately, and basically. You just say, like, we're going to use men. So you would say what a man's rating, whether it's going to go up or down based on the information beyond his looks alone. So to play this game, you say, like, he's a nine. I mean, like, he's, like, an, on a scale of one to ten, like, nine being, like, super attractive. And then you're, like, but. And then, like, what does the butt make him go up or down? So, okay, Jody. Okay. He's a nine, but he's shorter than you and scrawny. Three. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I agree. I mean, I, I, I would maybe even say two and a half. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being nice. <laughs> um, okay. He's the three, but he's an attorney. Ooh. Do I have any, like, is he, you don't have any other information. That's it. That's it. Oh shit. Uh, he's a seven, eight. He's an eight. I was going to say seven. Yeah. <laughs> a three though. A three is pretty low. A three I feel like really you maybe doesn't go all the way up to a seven for that. Maybe know. a six, he's an attorney, but I feel like, I feel like a dude in that kind of a position, especially if he's a three, he's going to be insecure. So that means he's going to be controlling. So I'm going to give him a, I'm going to say a seven. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that he's controlling. You only know that he's an attorney, but he's a three and an attorney. Yeah. Okay. He's insecure. It's logical. And, yeah. Okay. He's a 10. Oh, but he breathes super loud and always chews with his mouth open and like, like snacks a lot. Two, a two. I can't deal with it. I like to eat a lot. And if we're eating together and you're doing that, I'm not able to eat. I mean, that's a good idea for a fucking diet, but nope. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. Nope. He's a two. I think a three. That's really nice of you. I know. I'm trying to be nice. Yeah. Um, Okay. He's a two. But he always has backstage passes to cool concerts. 10, baby. 10. <laughs> He's a 10. I knew you were going to say that. Yes. Um, I think a seven, a two. I'm just thinking like, what is a guy like to be a two like that? Ha- I feel like he has to be really rough looking. Four feet, eight. He got that, that weird lazy eye, <laughs> you know, double chins, 18 fingers. Come here, baby. Let's go backstage. It's it's cool. <laughs> <sighs> okay. I don't know. I don't think I can take it all the way to a 10, but I would I say that maybe makes him like a seven. Well, it doesn't matter because like it you, makes him high enough that me. I would hang out and go to the concert, but not high enough that nope, you can come with me. So you don't even have to worry about it. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> okay. He's a four, but he sends you funny memes and TikToks on the regs. Um five really yeah because I get those from you 
<laughs> so, it, so I don't need them. <laughs> so that doesn't help me that much. I should stop sending you those. It doesn't. No, I mean, if, you, if I didn't have you, then maybe he'd be more, but <laughs> I have you, so I don't need them. I already sent you too many. She's like, I don't have more time to look at anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when it's been a couple of days and I'll get on TikTok and it's like, all the, I'm like, hell yeah, it's going to be fun. Cause I either send you nothing or I send you like a hundred. Yes. Like I love it. I love it. Um, see for me, I feel like this one takes you up to like an eight. Really? Because if you can make me laugh and like, yeah, you're sending me stuff that I actually think is funny, not stuff that you think is funny. And then I get it. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> cause then you're going to stay a four. But if it's like, if, if the if ones like that make me laugh every funny, single time, maybe a six, but probably just a five, like that's cool. Yeah. But no, a guy that can make me laugh or like has a good sense of humor. Like if he's actually funny besides the meme, me, me, the memes and TikToks, then seven but if that's it then yeah fair enough yes uh he's a seven but he is like big and strong and tall eight eight but the scrawny would take it down to like a zero well what's his personality because that's what it's all about like it's well we don't know that like we don't have more information if he's big and strong and tall and he's funny nine (laughs) <laughs> because I totally it's so funny because I'm usually the one doing that I'm usually the one that's like well, I need more information and like I know <laughs> it. it's so funny so I feel like with just not adding any more information I feel like this one makes like goes way up and like sorry to all the like short scrawny dudes but like I always feel like 10 I'll say eight or nine I mean yes it does like the, obviously the rest of the personality matters like because like maybe he's a 10 but again then, you know, so maybe you've got your guy that's like now a 10, but he like breathes really heavy and like tells the world's worst jokes. Exactly. Like now he's not a 10 anymore. So yeah. it all works out. Yeah. Okay. He's an eight, but he fully supports Roe versus Wade being overturned and posts about it. Like he is like, yes, victory. Negative 300. I agree. He's, he's disgusting. Yeah. We don't want him. At I hate all. him. No. Yeah. Go away. Ew. Okay. He's a nine, but his last girlfriend, you find out, got a protective order against him. Two. Yeah, two. I agree. Like, Major head flag. Do? They don't do that for no reason. I'm you sorry. don't and you don't date a two, ladies. No, we don't date two. You do not. Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> he last one. He's <sighs> a one, but he's amazing in bed. This is tough for me because. I am very shallow. I have to be attracted to you. Like I won't, I won't even, I'll be fucking Sahara desert downstairs if I'm not attracted to you at all, but I can close my eyes. (laughs) (laughs) That's not what I was going to say. I'm going to say six. Okay. See, my first thought was like, I would never go to bed with a one. To find no, out no, place. I know. Oh, he's still a one because I'm not going to find still out. still a one, so like you'll if never it's know. A, if, if, it's, if he's a one, no. What if you can like turn the lights out? No. Put on, tape a face of, um, what's that guy's name that you like? What the fuck's his name? No, absolutely yeah, not. You could tape, no, tape cut- somebody else's face on them. That's not <laughs> creepy. That's that. Oh yeah. Then I, then I get really on. If I, just, if I just tape somebody hotter's face on top of you. <laughs> and we can do this. No, no, no. <laughs> oh boy. Amazing. In bed for someone else. 
that doesn't think he's a one. Oh my god, a one. A What's one the three. lowest that you would actually hook up with if if they had like a decent personality? If they had a decent personality, if like the numbers were just based off looks and not personality, is that what you mean? Yeah, I guess. Because if they're like, like I, if they're a five and they have a good personality, then that takes oh, them Leah, We'll say just so. looks because like neither one of us, like we obviously both care too much about personality and we're not going to hook up with people that are like really shitty. I know we've had yeah. like, this was years ago. I think of this one guy that we talked to briefly and I remember being like, oh, he's really hot. But like, he was such an asshole. But I was like, he's a zero, like literally not even remotely attracted to him. The second he opened his mouth, like, mm-hmm. I know exactly who you're talking about everything. Super yeah. Douche like, yeah, no. No. And it was just like, it doesn't matter because like that takes away all your hotness Yeah, exactly. if you're an asshole. So if like, if there's, I can't even know anything about the personality, just the looks, they have to be a seven and a half at least. Okay. And if they're, if you are going to personality, they can, their looks can be less, a little less than that. But if you add their personality as well, they have to be like an eight. Yeah, see, I was thinking like the they have to be like looks wise at least without anything else a six, mm-hmm. and then also have personality stuff that bumps it up. You know what I mean? Yes, like yes, absolutely. Because that was fun. We need to do a TikTok like that. We should. I like that. That is all we have. We need to start doing this at the beginning, but I will remind you guys now. For those of you who made it this far, thank you for hanging in there. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, uh, just Google Boom Tequila, Boom Tequila Podcast, and like, subscribe, leave a review. That is one way that you can show support that doesn't cost anything. So we do really appreciate that. And we see those. I know I see the ones that come in on Apple. I don't know where else you can leave them, if you can leave them on Spotify or- I don't think so. Any of those other places. I know I've seen some on some of the other like random like Stitcher, some of those places, but- uh, yeah, leave them wherever you listen and follow us. You can talk to us. We like that. <laughs> yeah. And we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye.